0: Today on the 1Upbeat, we continue with part two of a four-part series of the best games of the decade. This is entries number 15 to 11. Number 15 is a game that is for the PlayStation Vita. And considering I'm not an anime fan, the PlayStation Vita had almost nothing of interest for me. One of the very few true standout titles was a little game called Gravity Rush. It was an action-adventure game developed by Sony Computer Entertainment Japan Studio. The game was named Gravity Days in Japan, so some might know it by that title. In this game, you manipulate gravity in a 3D space to travel the character Cat from place to place. You also use this ability to battle enemies. Even before really getting a grasp of the unique and really great gravity mechanic, the music let me know that this was a very special game. This is the great Kohei Tanaka's premiere on the one upbeat, He's done numerous games, but is probably best known for composing this score to one piece. Of course, me being me, I knew him from the 1986 tokusatsu show Choshinsei Flashman. So when I heard the first track was so beautifully orchestrated, I looked up who was doing the music, and was pleasantly surprised to see Tanaka's name credited. I knew I was in for a great musical experience all the way through. I will say, a lot of these Japanese games do this thing, where the main title will be this sweeping and grand orchestral piece, and then the rest of the game sounds like the composer performed it on your little sister's MIDI keyboard. Not Tanaka, though. The game received a sequel for the PlayStation 4 in 2017, and Tanaka returned as composer. I had a really hard time choosing between the score to the first and second game, but ultimately the second game came out on top, so we'll be listening to selections from that one. Please enjoy music from Gravity Rush 2, composed by Kohei Tanaka. Last time we talked a lot about games that are on the list that we've already covered on the show and it's another case of if you can't make a second suite of music how good can the score actually be so who are we talking about this time it's grant Kirkhope with kingdoms of Amalur. the game even recently had a re-release on modern platforms since our grant episode and though i don't believe there's supposed to be any new music for it or any additional content that ends up that they end up putting out there's tons more in the original score that's worth sharing and that's why all these years later It's number 15 on our Best Scores of the Decade list. Enjoy more music from Grant Kirkhope's Kingdom of Imelar, Reckoning. Another repeat game on the list, we revisit Super Mario 3D World, which we covered on the Jazz episode of the show not long ago. We matched it up with Mario Kart 8, so really didn't get its proper time to shine. To learn more about it, you could and should listen to the Jazz show. Here's a confession. I think I like this game more than I liked Super Mario Odyssey. I know everyone's gaga over that one, and I was super, super excited for it, but since the dust has settled, I think 3D World is just a more complete package, paced better, no wasted time or wasted space and the extra difficulty at the end was appreciated. It's definitely got the better soundtrack, which sees the return of Mahito Yokota after his excellent work on Super Mario Galaxy 2. There's a lot more than great jazz on this score, and you'll hear it here now, as we listen to the number 13th best score of the decade, Super Mario 3D World. get to our first second appearance of a composer on the list, Kohei Tanaka is back again and he makes his long-awaited return to the Sakura Wars franchise. The previous game was from 2005 with Tanaka composing. The latest version released in Japan in December of 2019 and came to the West in 2020. Now here's why I made a little boo-boo I made. So the way I always operate on the show is when counting something for release, I do it by the first release in the world, meaning if the game comes out in Japan first, I use the Japanese release date. If it comes to the US first, I use that date. I'm not going to count something for a year if it came to Europe in that year, but it came out somewhere else the previous year. So how does a game make it on the best of the decade list and not on your top five soundtracks for 2019? Well, that was a mistake. I thought it was coming out originally in 2020 while I was looking at what was the worldwide release. I made the mistake of thinking that it was the Japanese or the original release. Sorry about that. I'll take the L on that one. I'm going to make up for for you now by playing some selections from the excellent Shin Sakurai Wars. I hope you'll forgive me. And now we go to to Kohei Tanaka. of the one upbeat and now we'll be at the halfway point of our top 20 best game soundtracks of the decade and what better way to celebrate it than with Mario Kart 8. Mario Kart 8 is a masterpiece. It was one of the best selling games on the doomed Wii U and kept going on switch when it was released as a deluxe version in 2017. It's always hard to talk about the best selling games of all time because there are a lot of considerations to take. Do you include bundles? Do you include giveaways? How many platforms? Do different versions of the same game count? Either way, Wikipedia lists Mario Kart 8 as the 11th best-selling game of all time, and it's still going. So I'm sure it's safe to say that it's at least in the top 20 best-selling games of all time, right? Back when I talked about the game making a second appearance on the show, I talked about how it should be able to have enough music, you know, good enough for a second suite on the show. It's so easy in this case. I mean, really, the music in this game is such a great time. What we'll play is a little more like a playlist than a suite. It's just good music. Some original stuff from the game, one Mario Kart 8 remix of a Game Boy Advance Mario Kart tune, two DLC tracks, and the Mario Kart 8 arrangement of the Animal Crossing for the DLC track. Just enjoy it. It's Mario Kart. Mario Kart is wonderful. Here we go. Thank you for tuning in to the Cinematic Sound Radio Network. I want to thank Tim Burden for providing his voice for all the bumpers and stingers you hear throughout the program, and David Cosina for providing Cinematic Sound Radio's theme music. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please email us at cinematicsound at yahoo.com. You can find us on social media at SinSound Radio on Twitter and Cinematic Sound on Facebook. And if you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, please take a moment right now to rate the show and write a brief review. Reviews help introduce potential listeners to the show. And while you're at it, head over to TeePublic to get a Cinematic Sound Radio t-shirt. And don't forget to check out Cinematic Sound Radio at CinematicSound.net.